at least I'm seeing this with my clients, is that the closing rate on maintenance agreement proposals is north of 80%. All right, so would you rather go to a, a client who's a maintenance agreement customer who already trusts you, you know that you, you're gonna get the job, most likely, or somebody who found you on a website search? You know, that's why maintenance agreements are so important is because they build the trust. Yep, I Period. love it. Um, David or Ruth, do you happen to know when a, when a homeowner seeks a replacement system, like how many, what's the average quotes? Do you have any idea what the average number of quotes a homeowner actually gets? Am I, I'm going to go come to the point here. Do you know? I'm, I'm going to guess <laughs> at least two or three. <laughs> well, it depends upon whether they're a maintenance agreement client or not. Yeah. If they're yep. a maintenance agreement client, they're probably going to go with you. There you go. They may get one other quote just to make sure to keep you quote unquote honest. But if they don't know you from a hole in a wall, I mean, come on. Three, four, five, maybe six. It, it's not outlandish, right? I mean, it's, it's totally possible. Yeah. Um, my point is, I think I think contractor differentiation is still valuable, right? I, I mean, we want to set yourself apart, right? Um, I think, wouldn't you be more rememberable or memorable if you walk in, if you, there's five quotes being given in a particular from a particular homeowner, and you're the only guy that asks if anybody in the house has asthma or allergies? Uh, I think, well, geez, you know, you get the homeowner standing back saying, Hey, nobody asked me that before, but you know what? Yeah. It's just differentiation, I think is still, still important. And this whole idea of, of diversifying your portfolio, uh, uh, in your, in your contracting business is a really, is a really, you know, it can't be understated and Ruth, I'm going to come back to you because I think that's part you have three primary actions for contractors to, to take, right? I want you want to talk a little bit about those and what is this whole idea of diversification, I think is part of that, if I'm not mistaken, correct? It is. So yeah, you said we had started talking about cash a little bit and we'll talk about that in yeah. a minute. All yeah. right, so safe cash, diversification and recurring revenue, i.e. maintenance agreements. I think David and I have beaten the maintenance agreement horse to death in the sense that you absolutely have to have them um, the only thing we didn't mention about maintenance agreements is that at least I'm seeing this with my clients is that the closing rate on maintenance agreement proposals is north of 80%. All right. So would you rather go to a, a client who's a maintenance agreement customer who already trusts you, you know that you, you know, going to get the job most likely, or somebody who found you on a website search or saw so, Can I interrupt you there and just ask the obvious question then? Because I don't know as much about maintenance agreements as general as you guys do. So is that then the primary value? Of, is, is the number one value of a maintenance agreement the likelihood that you're probably going to get their work in the future? Is that is that number one? And number two would be whatever uh, monthly or annual cash flow it, it, uh, it, it, it reaps. Is yeah. that a fair statement? Number one is trust, which can be closed <clears throat> nice. in nice. two seconds, all right? So, relationship, yep, nice. Yeah, relationship. The relationship. Yep. Good answer. Yeah, so if, if they trust you, I mean, think about it this way. Your service technician walks in to a customer who's a maintenance agreement customer who's been one of your clients for like three, four, five years, and there's a trust built up. He walks in and the compressor's grounded. Is the customer likely to believe him or her? Yes, because there is the trust built up and they're probably not gonna get a second opinion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And if you've been smart and your technicians have talked about this 10 year old system and said, Mrs. Jones, manufacturers say the life expectancy of your system is 10 to 12 years, you may want to start thinking about budgeting for a new system, all right? 11 years, he walks in and the compressor's grounded. What's she going to say? Crap, you told me. Right. right? The compressor's <laughs> there, all right? Now, contrast that with somebody who's just doing a web search and they liked your name, they liked your website, and they called you on the phone because they know there's something wrong with their system and there's a grounded compressor. Are they going to believe you? Maybe. Are they likely to get a second opinion? Yes. And third and fourth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, you know, that's why maintenance agreements are so important is because they build the trust. Yep. I love it. All right. Yes. The replacement systems come. Yes. All the other things come, but they build the trust. There's a trust built up between you and that customer and they have peace of mind that you are going to take care of them. They will refer. They generally listen to what you have to say. You know, it still needs to make sense to them, obviously, but they generally will listen to you. All right. So that's, you know, that's basically what maintenance agreements are about. And you're right, Ken, you know, yes, you will get more replacements because of it, because the trust has already been built up. 